0: What's up, you majestic what-the-fucks? This is The Inner Idiot. Have you or a loved one suffered from adulting? Well, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Here at The Inner Idiot Law Firm... We can tell you how. Get a fucking job! I'm your host, Tyler Havlin. Welcome to the Inner Idiot Podcast. It is January 27th, 2020. Dumb. And I hate adulting.
1: (laughs) As do do we all. As
0: do we all. So say we all. Well, you know him, you love him. The lord that's never bored. The commander of comic books. Shorty Fresh in the flesh. Two claps and Ric Flair for Lord Shorty Hoffman. Woo! Look at that, I didn't have to woo that time. That's a guest woo. I got to save one. I'm going to save it for you. And joining us again, Camden, the one who's got all the cake, Camden Webster, two claps in Ric Flair. Woo!
2: There we go. Yeah, that's what we wanted. So how was your all's day? Uh, So far short. I've been awake for hour and a half. Yeah, that's a good day. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I've been awake for almost two hours, so it's, it's a good day. It's yeah? a good day. Dude, I had this weird dream
0: last night that I was a superhero. Yeah? And I was fighting this giant radioactive turkey. With a giant... radioactive turkey? Yes, but it had literal testicles on its fucking chin. Oh. You ever had a dream like that? You uh, know, where I was a superhero fighting a radioactive turkey?
1: I've
2: never had any dreams about you, Tyler. No, that's <laughs> that's
0: kind of sad.
1: No. I've had dreams where we're, like, playing D&D and shit, and then I wake up and sad because it didn't actually happen. Like, man, that was so
2: fucking cool. Hell have y'all ever played a session of D&D... And then, like, you dreamed through the session of D&D afterwards? Yeah. Yes. Like you were the character doing all the things? Yeah, I have. I've done that a lot. Well, Especially it's... when, like, my character's really sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's your life, but that's all right.
0: You know how I know I was a superhero in this? Uh,
2: you were wearing spandex? Uh, I had underwear
0: on outside of my pants, and I had long, flowing hair. It was oh. fucking great. Did your underwear how I know. have holes in them?
2: Huh? Did your underwear have holes in them? Yes.
0: <laughs> yes, they did. What was your superhero name? I don't know. I didn't. There wasn't much Ooh. talking. It was just a lot of fighting and fuck, getting teabagged by a giant fucking turkey. Mr. Calories. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is why we bring cake on is to just torment me. But it's okay. Somebody's got to do it. Yeah. It's because I love him sometimes all right today's top five the top five differences from teen years and early 20s to now you know because we're all getting up there a little bit number five weekend plans so like when you're younger you're like man i can't wait to get fucking shit faced this weekend get plastered now the weekend i'm looking forward to like painting and cleaning the fuck out of the stove and shit It's great you look forward to cleaning dude yeah because that means i don't have kids
2: I, I feel like this is a lie. I've lived, I lived with him for two years. Never once have I seen him clean the stove. He's so full of shit. <laughs> I'm not. He might
1: have not seen it. I have
2: not ever seen you clean the stove. Well, I have, damn it. You know this top why? Why? It never got used!
0: You know the top of the stove <laughs> opens up, actually? Yeah. I didn't figure that out until like two years ago. It was right after you moved in, actually. I was cleaning it, and I was like, I was like why is this so loose? And I popped up. I was like, holy shit, this thing comes up? <laughs> it was
1: great. <laughs> I mean let's it's see. A whole new so world. when I when I was a teenager, young adult, I didn't I didn't think no part of my brain was like, Man, I can't wait to get plastered because I've never been much of a drinker But I was like I guess my weekend plans have never really changed. Just yeah. like, man, you know what I'm gonna do? A whole lot of nothing
2: <laughs> Yeah, that's I just look forward to not having something to do. Yeah, because your weekends. well,
0: your childhood was basically work.
2: Yeah, I worked harder then than I do now. Yeah, but like, and he still bitches about it. God yeah, bless. It happens. Well, I just don't like doing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> stuff is bad. I like nothing. Nothing's my favorite.
0: Number four is sleeping. Look, man, when I was younger, I could, I could, yeah, I know you don't this, sleep. This short. list doesn't apply <laughs> to me. But when I was younger, I could get drunk. Fall asleep on a concrete floor with fucking jeans on, get up the next day, go train, go work, do whatever. Now I fall asleep on a pillow that I'm not familiar with. I throw my goddamn back out, can't turn my neck for seventy eight days. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's fucking horrible. I gotta really wake is. up every couple hours, to take a fucking leak. I'm just I'm just gonna wear a diaper to bed from now on. Like just fuck it. Just piss in the diaper clean it up in the morning or
1: see like what's funny to me about that idea is like you're still gonna wake up to piss you're just not gonna leave the bed <laughs>
2: yeah
0: <laughs> but leaving the bed is like 90 percent of the yeah, worst if part I, if
2: i didn't have to get out of bed i could totally wake up pee and go back to sleep right but if i have to actually get up and go to the bathroom turn you know turn any lights on or anything if i have to open my eyes for any reason that i'm basically awake for a while
1: the... see i guess i'm really blessed that i live in the house that i grew up in That, like, I can just keep my eyes closed and feel my way around the house. (laughs) And then I get to the bathroom and, like, I don't even turn on the light. I don't open my eyes. I just sit down. And, like, even if I just have to piss, I sit down because I don't want to open my eyes. right, I was
0: getting ready to say something,
1: but you got it. Yeah. (laughs) I sit down, just, you know. Were you going to say something about sitting down and pee? Yeah.
2: I do that at work sometimes because I want to play on my phone. (laughs) (laughs) Look, uh,
0: Look, do you ever wake up like you got the piss wood, right? So here here's where I piss myself off. Because I wake up, I got to pee and I got a fucking hard on like no other. And it's like I know I'm just going to get up and piss, right? But instead, I lay there and I shove my boner down into the bed as hard as I can, hoping to suppress the piss. <laughs> so now I'm just fucking ramming my dick into the bed. I still got to fucking pee, and I know I'm just going to wake up five minutes later and either try to push it down harder or get up and piss. Like, from now on, I'm just going to get up and piss. Well,
2: see, I don't like peeing with a boner, so I just kind of, like, try to wait for that to dissipate, and then I'll right. go and go pee. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm
1: with cake on this one.
2: Yeah, I, I've never tried to push my boner away into the bed. Dude, I'm it telling you. It sounds like it doesn't work. It doesn't. But for, some <laughs> re-
0: but for some reason, my half-asleep brain says, like, just just. Press that motherfucker now. Oh, fuck your bed.
1: Fuck your bed. <laughs> your boner will go away.
0: Hmm. All right, number three. Things that excite us, right? Again,
1: I'm still in the same <laughs> boat as when right. I was 15 years old. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, like, so, again, drinking, going out, fucking <sighs> finding some godforsaken rhinoceros in a bar to bring home. Like, shit like that used to be fun, right? Are you drinking
2: like every girl? girl that <laughs> ever brought Tyler home? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Look. There <laughs> there there are some things that we could joke about and there are some things that like
2: ah, at least I get laid. <laughs> Me too.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, you did you did do that one thing. Yeah. Yeah, but so now things that She accept- has a name. Uh, we're not going to say it, but she has a name. Yeah, we're not going to say it.
2: I don't know it, but she <laughs> has a name. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, but now things and another mark on your douche score. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so now things that excite me are like, have you seen the pictures of these dish strainers that are up over the sink?
2: Yeah, he has one. Yeah. Do you
0: really? Yeah. Is it fucking majestic? Is it amazing?
1: I mean, it's there.
0: It's it gotta strains be the dishes. All right, but it's so much cooler than the ones that sit next to the fucking sink. Yeah, I have one of those too. Room. Yeah. And, like, yeah.
2: especially in a house this size, like, saving room is important. Oh, yeah. Especially with the amount of fucking shit that's in this house. Yeah. But
0: but then you also, <laughs> it just strains right back into the sink, whereas other dish strainers you got that they, the only they pro- just, fuck collect water under the only it, gets it. The only
1: problem with it is, like, it genuinely, like, it sends it over, like, it has to sit on the sides of the sink to be mm-hmm. above it. Like, it does, like, if you set dishes on the very edge of it, it doesn't fall back into the sink. It hits the edge and, like, spills over to the counter. Stuff like that, which granted is not a huge deal, but it's still like annoying. I imagine y'all don't go through many dishes though. Oh, uh, we do, we go through a surprising amount, especially on D&D nights because yeah, everybody yeah. has pizza I mean, like and at shit. least
2: once a week. There's at least four or five people in this house, yeah. That you know, Donnie's friends, our friends, whatever. Yeah, his dad spends
1: the night about once a week, yeah. So, so dishes do get used and stuff like that. We have a surprise, surprisingly like shortage of cups. Which is weird, because, like, I typically only use mine, but then I find five or six dirty ones. I'm like, how? How is this? I only thing? use one cup. Right.
2: And it it's just for water when I'm, and I leave it on the counter, and I guess someone else is just like, huh? Hey, let's so, clean that. Maybe. Speaking of
0: cups. I've done that before. Do y'all think shit tastes different out of a plastic cup than it does out of an actual fucking glass? Yes. Or am I weird? Okay, good. Yeah, it
2: does. Just, like, things taste different out of a plastic bottle than they do out of like a can yeah that's why i always drink pop out of cans i prefer that taste over a plastic bottle yeah really? definitely oh yeah fucking
0: a hundred hmm. percent all right number two is injuries so like when i was young i'd hurt myself i wouldn't bitch about nothing i just rub some dirt on and be good to go now i fucking get a hangnail and i'm down for a week look i injured my shoulder i'm pretty sure i got like a partially torn deltoid or something months ago right and this shit still fucking hurts. Like, I can't jack off with my right hand without fucking crying. The only upside to that is... It's is, I a use, to is I can use Tuesday to ...is I can use the tears for lubrication. Right. That's the only upside. It's a normal Tuesday. And since I'm my own worst enemy, it also means I'm jerking off to the tears of my enemies. Right?
2: I mean, when you put it like that, it makes sense.
0: Right? And it sounds badass.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm beating, I'm beating off to the tears of my enemies.
0: Oh, wow. How many enemies do you have? (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) And number one is sex. And here's the shitty part about that is when you're young, you think you're good at sex. You're like, oh, you know, I'm a, I'm a slate of pussy. Uh, No, you're just going to fucking jack off in her vagina basically. (laughs) But the older you get, you get a little better. You learn things, you do this. So there's the plus side, but the downside is, is when I was younger, I could fucking go nut five, six times in a row. Now I nut and I'm fucking down
1: for twelve hours. Got a right. twelve hour cooldown. It's bullshit.
2: Yeah, that global cooldown's a bitch. Yeah,
1: I tell you what, dude, that that's that's the worst part of getting older. It's just like, oh man, my cooldown. Yeah.
0: Eventually, that's the worst part. Eventually,
1: like I'm wondering how
0: long the cooldown's gonna get to. Like, am I only gonna be able to have sex once a week? Cause that would suck. Yeah. Reba would leave me. If I could only have sex once a week. Because let me tell you what, this woman is in her fucking prime. Well,
1: yeah, women hit their sexual peak later than dudes do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, girls hit their sexual peak at, like, typically the age around 30. And dudes hit their sexual peak at, like, 21. Yeah. Doesn't mean we know what we're doing at 21. No. no. <laughs> you never know You never know how to play a game when you first pick up the controller. No. <laughs> 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 oh although
0: when you're playing by yourself
1: you're pretty damn
0: good at it oh yeah i got the right. high score no I, doubt
2: when i'm playing in practice mode is, is, you know, it, it's, is, it's, it, it's a different story as right.
0: long as it ain't multiplayer i'm winning every time that's right that's right that's why i play single player
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh poor
0: shorty because i'm lonely oh i can't wait to implement that idea i had the other day it's gonna be fucking marvelous
1: oh god hopefully it'll be easy
0: All right, let's take a break. We'll be right back. On this day in history, some shit happened, and you know what? It's a, yeah, we're gonna talk about oh, it. Oh wow! Yay! January twenty seventh. This is National Spouse Day. So for all you people out there with ministers, thanks for fucking rubbing it in, guy. Yeah, appreciate and that. Whatnot? Nah, quit cheating on your old lady. Quit cheating on your old man. This day is about them. Don't listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> it is also National Chocolate Cake Day. Ooh, not vanilla, vanilla cake. I'm I know.
1: Vanilla. But my favorite kind of vanilla cake, yeah, yeah,
0: you know, more cake than a 10 year old's birthday. Sour,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, that's the holidays for the day. There was a couple other ones, but none of them sounded cool. But so everybody,
1: spouse likes... and chocolate cake day, yeah,
0: huh. very specific.
1: Kind of want some chocolate cake now.
0: Yeah, who is it? Who Who did we DoorDash from that had really good chocolate cake? Do you remember? <sighs> I remember there was somewhere where that cake, because I don't even like chocolate cake, but you I ordered it. I love me some fucking chocolate cake, dude. The shit was fucking delicious. It was like a
2: little baby cake they sent to us, and it was <laughs> actually really good. I can't. I got it for Kira because, because you know, yeah, you now I wanted to spoil my niece, and then fucking Tyler ended up eating. She ate like two bites of it, and then me and Tyler just like, oh, "Cake!" <laughs> <laughs> All right. So,
0: 1870, January 27th, the first sorority, Kappa Alpha Theta, was formed in DePaul University in Greencastle, Indiana. Thank you. 1870. Could you imagine? A, <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine a panty raid in 1870? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like you fucking know, grabbing the bloomers and run
2: yeah. out. <laughs> A large
1: gust of wind happens, you and your three buddies get taken off. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it, let's take the bonnets too. Jump <laughs> <off> the <roof. laughs> no, we're not going to talk about fucking bonnet heists. <laughs> I had bonnet heists.
0: I had to bring up bonnets.
1: God damn it. Gosh darn no, it. In
0: 1918, Tarzan of the Apes, the first Tarzan film, premieres on Broadway Theater. Neat. In Broadway theater, on Broadway theater, I don't know. Probably yeah. in in the Broadway yeah. theater
2: and on the Broadway theater because you got to think it's getting projected onto yeah the wall. So both. I, I feel like, like.
0: I like the way he thinks. See, I thought Tarzan was around longer than that. Maybe the the, the written story, Tarzan. The
1: story has been around for a very long time. Yeah. Well, not that long because it was set
2: in the time period where the european colonization of africa so it hasn't been that old what, when was that it's during the 1800s oh
0: okay Look, you're, you're the smartest one on the show today 1948 the first tape recorder was sold what year
1: 1948
0: now here here's a cool personal story about that it's not that cool it's just a little <laughs> short story when i was younger we used to tape tape recorders not short enough and uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate you. We used to take tape recorders and make our own shows, and look, it's come full circle because here I am now.
2: The difference is no one listened to those,
0: yeah, that's true. Hey. And, and about 10 people listen to these,
2: mm-hmm. it's fun, but that's the not n- true.
0: We have numbers to prove it. But I they're know the
2: coolest 10 people ever, yeah,
0: at least that I know, <laughs> right? No, but. On that note, we are up over 100 listeners a day on most days now, which is really fucking cool.
1: People listen to me talk, and I don't know who they are. Hey. Sounds is... like an average Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs>
0: as long as they like, because you have an obsession with Tuesday today. That is the fourth Tuesday mention. You know, it's probably it's not, not lot the lot of fourth. a
1: Tuesday mentions. What's Dude. going on with you and Tuesdays? I don't know. Nothing happens usually on Tuesdays. Do Wednesdays you... is usually my favorite day.
0: That's right. Yeah. Uh, 1967. A treaty signed banning military use of nuclear weapons in space. In sixty-seven, yeah. There was a treaty signed banning military use of nuclear weapons in space. Alright guys, so you can hit you
1: can hit the planet anywhere you want. Just by golly, don't hit the empty void above
2: us. <laughs> <laughs> like that's all I'm getting out of that. Yeah. We're not technically allowed to use nuclear weapons on the planet, but people are going to do it anyway. Because who's going to stop the one with the nukes? Right. right.
0: Somebody else with nukes.
2: Yeah. and that, I mean, but that doesn't really stop the nukes. That just, you know, it penalizes the people who use the nukes.
1: Mm, yeah.
0: Is there anything in comic book history today?
2: Not that I'm aware of.
0: Yeah. I saw you pull it up. Someone I thought maybe.
2: some comic books. Yeah. Someone probably made some, too.
1: Somebody's going to buy comic books today. It's Wednesday, it's comic book day, so I'm going to go pick up some comic books. Every Wednesday? Every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Yep.
0: That, that'll that be fun. I'm I wish excited. I'd go with y'all.
1: It's all good.
2: But y'all stuff, I'm not going. Yeah. Oh, no, that's
0: be. right, you don't leave the house unless it's to go to work.
2: I leave the house to go get supplies to stay in my house. <laughs> <there>. <laughs> <laughs> all right,
0: let's hear from the Demwits and Dummies, and we'll come right back.
1: Okay. Greetings, humanoids, goblinoids, and all the other oids in between. Do you like talking about Dungeons & Dragons? Do you enjoy listening to other people talk about Dungeons & Dragons? Or talk about any other role-playing games? If you say yes to any or all of these, join me and Automatis on the Dimwits & Dummies podcast. An open discussion on our take on how to improve your game from the perspective of Game Master to player characters. Embrace your flaws and learn that everyone loves D&D. They just don't know it yet.
0: And to continue the theme of adulting, let's talk about our younger years. You got any good stories, Shorty? What about I know you got good stories. Oh god. Cam.
1: Uh, you know what? Just talking about my dad or whatever, there was a I was probably about 13 years old. He hit him. <laughs> <laughs> That's how this story ends. I know. It's exactly right. <laughs> and actually it wasn't my dad, but he positioned me in a point to where I did get hit. So we're over my brother's uh in law's place, cutting down this big ass dead tree that they needed to get rid of. So my dad, who has the chainsaw, takes it. You know, we, he gets our, uh, gets the help from us or whatever. And my dad drags me along to help move shit out of the way, of course, because that's my lot in life. So then my brother's sitting there cutting the tree and I'm sitting there watching these big ass dead limbs, like wobble back and forth. And I'm like, all right, these are going to come down. And so I move into like a safer position. Right. And I'm like, this is where I'm going to stand. And my dad's like, Insistent, no, you stand here. And, like, moves me. I was like, but I don't want to stand here. He's like, no, you're going to stand here. And I was like, okay, dad knows best. Well, the weird part about this is is my dad positions me in a safe location. And then he proceeds <laughs> to move. Why are you moving, dad? Like, if it's safe where I'm at, why are you going to somewhere dangerous? And sure enough, a big-ass dead tree branch breaks off and nails me. And I don't remember <laughs> shit until my dad and my brother are waking me up. Like, oh my god are you okay What happened and then afterwards i just remember like driving home my brother giving my dad shit about like oh man stand there it's gonna be safe it's gonna be all right <laughs> and my dad's like i thought it was gonna be like he wanted to stand over there my brother told the story it's pretty good too because he had a full like reaction like dad just let him stand over there it's okay no 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 he's gonna stand here and be safe uh I- I have, the exact opposite happened.
0: I have stories about getting hit, but it wasn't about my parents trying to keep me safe, and a tree didn't hit me. So, I'm I'm a smart ass. My kids are smart ass. They say dumb shit to me, and I look at them like, God, if that was me, and then I realize, oh nope, that was me. So I can't get that mad when they say dumb shit to me. So when I was younger, you know, your parents tell you to do something, you're like, oh hold on, hold on, mom, hold on, dad, right? And you never realize why it bothers them until you have kids of your own. So my mom would tell me to do something and one time I just, without thinking, I was like, Mom, patience is a virtue. <laughs> now I watched this woman take her ring and rotate it so the, you know, the sharp pointy ends were pointing downward, you know, like at her palm. And she smacked me across the fucking face and she says getting smacked in the face is a virtue too. <laughs> now you would think that I learned my lesson, but again... She said something to me, and this was probably a year or two after that. And without thinking, Mom, patience is a virtue. Well, this time, she didn't even bother with the ring, because at this point, they were split up anyways. She just balled up her fist, and she said, punching you in the face is a virtue. And this woman fucking cold-cocked me so hard. (laughs) It was horrible. And then my dad, he... Oh, man... Look, I am not against spankings. I don't spank my kids because, you know, they're little girls and they have me wrapped around their fingers. But I got my the shit beat out of me all the time. And it, it helped me because I was a fucking asshole.
1: Did it? Yeah.
0: Can you imagine I, how bad he'd be if it didn't happen? I,
3: I, yeah.
1: <laughs> <See>? <laughs> so
0: he would come to my room when I fucked up and he would stand in the doorway and he just had that look on his face. And I knew what the look was. So one time I was like, well, fuck it. He come to the door. I was like, Dad, I'm just not going to come out of my room. He's like, fine, (laughs) I'll wait here. So we fucking, it's me, my brother, and then him in the door. And there was a Mexican fucking standoff, I'm telling you what. Because me and my brother both did something fucked up. And we knew the first one to leave the room was getting their ass whipped. And we knew the second one was going to get their ass whipped even harder because of the frustration.
1: So what, was it a race to the front door?
0: Well, no, at that point we tried to decide who was going to get their ass whipped first. And we thought, well, maybe if we go to sleep. It'll all be over. Well, when your nerves are that shot and you're just waiting for an ass whip and you can't sleep.
2: No, that's a fact. There was one time <laughs> me and my brother got into a fight in the living room. And I was probably 11. He was 13. We fought all the time. Sure. Thing. And uh, he put me in a headlock. Well, I lifted him up and went to slam him into the wall. Well, we missed the studs. so <laughs> 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 We went pretty deep into the wall you know drywall all pushed in and everything and my parents like dad and my step never did nothing they never went anywhere they never went out to have fun it was always like we had to work on the farm or dad was at work one of the two you know we he, they never did anything just them well they decided to go to a christmas party at my dad's work that year and they so my oldest brother and my cousin were all there and my little cousin looked at my oldest brother and was like i think we should go to bed <laughs> so they go upstairs and me and my middle brother are sitting there like man we could go to bed but do you really want to get woke up to an ass whooping <laughs> or do you want to just wait for it yeah so we stayed up till like two thirty in the morning till dad and my mom got home and we met them at the door and dad says to this day as soon as he we met him at the door he knew he was gonna have to whoop our ass <laughs> the thing is like and of course we go in and we show him what happened and dad, you know, he busts both of our asses. Right. But the thing is, like, I think that's the only time that dad ever spanked me that I didn't cry. Because I had been crying in fear for so oh, yeah. many hours before yeah. that, I don't think I had any tears left. Yep. So I'm just laying there, dry-eyed, just staring at him. He's just busting my ass. I'm like, I don't know what kind of reaction you want, but this is all you can get right now. Because I'm I'm basically dead inside. I've used up all my emotions waiting on this. Is that
0: when it started?
2: <laughs> it might have been. It might have been. Yeah, we, uh...
1: no, I think that's the last time I ever got my ass whooped by dad. See when I was when I was probably about the same age 11 or 10 or so like I was going to walk down to the corner store and my sister had stolen some money from me or like taken it I was like give me back my money and this used to be her bedroom like the office and I broke the door frame trying to get my money back and like my my, my we always knew what time my dad got home like it was like a ritual you know what I mean and like I'm sitting there banging on the door and finally I decided that I needed a running start so I went oh all the boy. way to the back wall and just charged and bust open the door. And I look over and I just see the like the door frame shattered. And I'm like, well, this was not worth the fucking. In retrospect. <laughs> <laughs> and I sat like, I still went to the corner store, got my snack, but I didn't eat it. I came home, I put my snack away, and I sat down on the top of the stairs and just waited. <laughs>
0: uh, was it a good ass whipping? Did you oh, learn anything? Oh, hell yeah,
1: dude. I don't, remember exa- I don't remember the ass whipping entirely. Like My daddy could tell you about it. But like I just sat there on the stairs, and my dad opens the door. And he's like, "What happened?" I was like, "I broke a door." And he goes, "What do you mean?" And I just got up. My head's like hanging low as hell. I just walked up and I closed my sister's door, and then I just pushed it open. He's like, "What did you do?" And I was like, "Well, would it help if I said she stole money from me?" No. <laughs> I like, All right, this happened. That five dollars ain't gonna pay for the door, fuck son. No. No. Fuck no. Then he he did ask me what happened to the money, and I told him I bought snacks, and he was like, "You spent it anyway." And I was like, "Oh well, I wanted snacks." Yeah, and then I got spanked, and I went and ate my snacks. What do you remember? What the snack was? Those little uh, Hostess donuts. Yeah, and it popped. When we were
2: growing up, we had a uh,
1: dorm, like a walk-in
2: closet, and it, you know, we were a, it was a modular, so we were living on the top. There was a like a little thing, little piece of wood that opened up and allowed you to go out into like the crawl space over top the uh, front of the house. And yeah. And the porch and stuff. Uh, I don't know why it was there, but anyway, they were in both of the walk-in closets that were there. And me and my brothers, we would go in this walk-in closet, close the door, and we would smoke. Right. And whatever. You know, we kept all of, in outside this little hidey hole place is where we kept like our uh, Folgers can full of cigarette butts you know, like all our dirty magazines like anything we weren't allowed to have went right. out there. And it was just a couple of years ago that my mom decided she was going to turn our old room into her sewing room. <laughs> so she went up there and she's like you know, she rearranged and everything and whatnot. Apparently she looked out there, she found and we never cleaned this out. Like we moved <laughs> out and left all this stuff there. Like, Probably
1: because she all done forgot. You oh know yeah, I mean?
2: I mean this was, I don't they moved out You know, we're all, like, two years apart. Right. And I moved into a different room and left... Anyways. But, uh... She found all this stuff, and we came over for, I can't remember, it was a Sunday dinner or something. Sure. And there's this shit, like, sitting on the counter, uh-huh. you know? And she's like, what is this stuff? We just all start laughing. She's like, why are you laughing? Because you can't whoop our ass no more. That's why. You should have yeah. found this stuff ten years ago, and then we would have got our butt whooped. But no, now we just get to point and laugh at it and talk about how we could, got away with all this stuff. Could Could you
0: imagine jerking off to a dirty magazine these days? Uh yeah, I, I feel like I'm jerking off like a fucking pilgrim. <laughs> <laughs> right?
2: Oh, I gotta get my blunder bus
0: this. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Damn. nope, nope. Let me put my dick down, turn the page. Like you gotta find the best fucking page. Yeah, you gotta
2: basically read the entire magazine and then <laughs> read flip, it. Then flip uh, back. Oh, oh, I read all the all the little articles and stuff too. Those are great. Some, of them, some of them articles were hotter than the pictures. True story. Because, like, true I'm just story. saying, like... You do non- have a good moving, imagination. A non-moving picture is not as good as my imagination can be.
0: Yeah, true, 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 true. And let me just say this. If you can fucking beat off with no material, you have a great fucking imagination,
1: and that is a superpower. I can't fucking do it. I used to be able to, but I... By golly, have I been spoiled? I don't know if it's a great imagination. It's a really good memory. <laughs>
2: cause I mean sometimes you gotta pull back on
1: oh yeah yeah you know what I mean get
0: in the old spank bank
2: yeah you gotta get in the old spank the rolodex
0: yeah <laughs> so. oh man remember
2: that one time Axe did a good job or think about that <laughs> <laughs>
0: it was just one time
2: the one time yeah just the
0: one time just the one time yeah dude now like oh god dude I gotta do so much shit to fucking even be ready anymore it's horrible
2: We're talking about our childhoods, Tyler.
0: That's right. Let's go back to childhood. You know, there was once a time, and I'm gonna post this on the Instagram. We're not gonna talk about broccoli today. (laughs) About broccoli. (laughs) I don't get the reference, but it's It's okay. You don't need to. Oh, there was once a time when I wasn't morbidly a beast. There was. A morbidly beast. obese. A beast. This is how no, we're going to no, say it. Beast. beast.
2: Beast. No, he's trying to make it sound more badass to be fat, and it's not. Like... Beast. Okay. And I'm, I'm going <laughs> to post
0: that picture on Instagram. I've seen it. And maybe even on the Facebook page. But we're going to have one of shorty, too. Cam, if you want to get in on this, find a picture of when you were younger. We'll put it on there.
1: A side-by-side. Side. Like?
0: I don't know. Late teens to early 20s. He literally looks the same. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Other than maybe my hairstyle and the clothes I was wearing. There there was this one
0: picture I seen of him in overalls. If I was a Catholic priest, I'd have fucking raped you right then and there.
2: This is why
1: he doesn't like (laughs) (laughs) broccoli. Now I remember the broccoli
0: reference. Oh, sorry if there's any Catholics uh, listening, but I'm not really sorry because y'all need to get your priests to stop raping little boys, but yeah. Let's take a break. Okay. Smoke about it. And we'll be back. (laughs) And today's What the Fuck Facts are about old people. But going back to me being a beast you know what i think it's time for me not to be a beast anymore
2: well you're doing a good job
0: yeah well fuck you (laughs) so to hold myself accountable i'm gonna tell you listeners i'm gonna do it i'm gonna lose some weight shorty i'm gonna lose some weight you hold me to this okay you you go fuck yourself cake
2: (laughs) (laughs) i've been pushing this for years (laughs) Well, dude, I reinforcement. (laughs) Yeah, reinforcement. All right, so let's get to today's what the fuck facts. I digress. All right.
0: Here we go. Only 3.6% of people over 65 years old are in nursing homes. Elderly men are likely to live with a spouse, while elderly women are more likely to live alone.
2: That's because men die before women. Yeah,
0: Yeah. Right? And let's be honest. We need women. We really
2: do. You may not think
0: so, but fuck. Yeah.
1: And really, like, I mean, as soon as the woman dies, we die shortly after. Because, like, what other reason do we have to live? Right, and women keep living because they're like, ah, oh, <laughs> finally, <laughs> freedom.
0: Now, Reba, if you're listening, I'd like to think that you enjoy me being alive. But if you don't, I'm going to die first. <laughs> Four in five older adults will battle at least one chronic condition or illness. Such as heart disorders, arthritis, or osteoporosis. And I'm really surprised I said that right. 50% will battle at least two. That is not, I'm not looking forward to this shit.
2: Nope. No, arthritis is already... Yeah, I, I already have... Uh...
0: Well, you started at a young age. Because mm. of the horseback incident, mm. right?
2: Yeah. Well, it's, it's just become a problem in my back because I overuse the amount of vertebrae that I actually have that move. So. Right. Started wearing down men lo- everything in between the between there. So you know, for, yeah.
0: for those of you didn't know, Cam is the Bionic Man. Mm. How much of your <laughs> spine is metal? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, about nine vertebrae.
0: I don't know how many vertebrae we have. Sixty-four. Well, he fucking knows.
1: Right. Mm. It's because <laughs> he has to use the other percentage to like compensate <laughs> for the nine that 55. are missing. Oh, the other
2: fifty-five are working hard. See. So he- yeah. Sixty-four by (laughs) this (laughs) nine. I know.
0: Elderly people occupy one third of all federally subsidized housing. One third. Yeah, that seems like a high number.
2: Probably not because they don't work anymore, so their income is down. So is is
0: federally subsidized housing like um, what's it called? Um, Like Section Eight and shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, I could deal with like Section Four. Like, I'm not even greedy. Like, just give me half the rent. Give me half the benefits. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that's what it means. Uh, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. I ain't greedy. Social isolation makes seniors more vulnerable to elder abuse. Well, yeah, because nobody's around to watch them get their ass beat.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Well, I got to say, if someone ever touched my grandma, bad things would happen. Which grandma? The only one I got left. Momma. Yeah.
0: I beat somebody up over Momma. Mm hmm. Yeah. Jan, you are a good woman, and if you're listening, I'm sorry that you I ever listen. to you're not
2: listening, don't listen to this. It's terrible. Yeah, she, <laughs> she. Dude,
0: she used to get on me so much about saying fuck. Uh, oh, my like, God. Cause you could say any words you want around Mama, just don't say fuck. You probably couldn't say cunt either, but
2: no one even no one even tries that way. No, occasionally we'll <laughs> get a little uppity and like my, me and my uncle sit there
1: and be like fuck, 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 fuck. She'll get mad and like grab our ears and like throw us out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. Automitus's grandma, grandma, uh, when she was still alive, like they told me we went over there for Thanksgiving one time, and it was me, uh, Automitis, and Dustin, and Automitis like at the door was like, "Shorty, you are not allowed to curse," and I said, "Okay." So we go in, and of course it's an older people, and they're all, like, older people are notoriously more racist, and, like, she leads over and says something racist to me, and I laughed my ass off, and I was like, oh, fuck, and they're (laughs) like, sure, I was like, what? Like, what she said was far worse. (laughs)
0: Uh, I love it. My grandma didn't care. My grandma judged me on my curse words. Like, not judged, like, in a bad way. She, like, (laughs) 9.5. You
1: know what I mean? You use that word inappropriately. Sir. <clears throat> yeah, right. My good. Remember when I
2: first started cussing? Like my dad's like, just like, just stop. You yeah. know, like you're not, you're not good at you're it. You're making it. You're making it like all your conversations awkward. Like you just, just stop. Like. Yeah. So I just got, instead of stopping, I just got better at it. Right. You just (laughs)
0: refined the art. Yeah, you gotta. It takes time, It has to be
2: natural, you know what I mean? It has to come out If like, you ever hear people, like, emphasize their curse words? It just aggravates the ever-living crap out of me.
1: Yeah, it depends on, like, what you're emphasizing, like, and how you do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it's like almost a pause before and after the word. Like, I
2: went to the fucking store earlier, and these (laughs) <laughs> we yeah. get the point. Yeah. You
0: yeah. know who uses cuss words really well? Who? Is Everly.
2: Oh, yeah. She's, uh... For, for she's, a three-year-old. For a three-year-old, she's very good at cursing. <laughs> I pick
0: her up from my sister's <clears throat> house the other day, and we're sitting in traffic, right? And she's like, Dad, why won't these fucking cars move? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Excuse
2: me? I'm so proud, but don't say that. Yeah. She'd be like, Uncle Man Man's a dick. <laughs> no, Not a pause, not a nothing, just... Thanks.
0: And this was before she was three. I just wanted
2: you to go to bed. (laughs) All right.
0: (laughs) Uh, Minorities make up almost half of the older population. 42% of people 65 and older in the U.S. are part of minority groups. Hmm. That's weird.
2: That is weird. I mean, but you say, like, all the minorities together are still almost a majority. You know what I mean? We just outnumber them individually, not across the board. I guess. Sense. Yeah, if you take
1: know. all the minorities and pile them up. You know what I'm saying like statistically speaking, like they probably outnumber us.
2: I say us like <laughs> Well, I mean, we're part of the majority. I was just, you know. Sure. I didn't choose to be part of the majority, yeah. but I am.
0: All right, next fact. The elderly are the fastest growing age group. <laughs> 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 no, the US Census Bureau they stopped growing a long time
2: ago. Right. The US
0: Census Bureau indicates that individuals eighty five and up are the fastest growing age group by percentage. Yeah, they I mean people there's are that just, many old people.
2: People are just living longer and longer and longer all the time, you know? It just does miracles of health care. No matter how expensive it is, it does its job.
0: I guess. Senior citizens are the fastest growing demographic on Facebook
2: yeah cuz they're bored
0: yeah research studies done by the Pew Internet Pew 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 and American Life it's Project like a group. <laughs> yeah American <laughs> Life Project found, it <laughs> found that 53% of God Americans who are the ages <laughs> of 65 or older are online at 34% of those numbers are on Facebook and similar social sites Facebook is getting older, like I can tell. Not just, it's me getting older. But then, like, you go to Twitter, and it's a bunch of younger people.
2: Oh, unless you're talking about, you know, the president. He's old.
0: Yeah, he is old. I mean, the last president was old, too. Fuck. Well, no, all really? presidents
2: are old. I mean, you can't be under 35. Jeff, president.
0: Jeff, Jeff, yeah, what what true. is old? What are we considering old here?
2: I'm thinking 60 and up. Well, Anything that puts you in retirement age. So, let's say 65.
0: Okay. So that's old? That... Yeah.
2: sixty. Anytime after retirement, so 65 and up, I would see, you, you're technically a senior citizen at that point, according to society and the government. Yeah. So anything above that point, I would say, is considered an old person.
0: <clears throat> sure. <laughs> hey, you know how you said people stop growing? Mm-hmm. Well, the brain never stops growing. We grow new neurons with time, and the brain is constantly reshaping itself in response to learning. Could you ma- ha- that, imagine that have... process
2: slows down a lot though? As you yeah, have. yeah. Could you yeah.
0: imagine having Alzheimer's and just relearning your name every day? That's a lot of reshaping. That's like a mind of play-doh.
2: Yeah, but that's a whole other thing. Alzheimer's is where like a degradation of the Yeah, whatever. It's a sad business. It you is. sounded sad
0: when you said it.
1: Yeah, my uh great grandma had Alzheimer's. Oh, did she? And so did my great-grandpa. Yeah. Alzheimer's runs in my family. Like,
0: but do the old timers run in your family? No. No, I wouldn't. If run if I was old, I barely run now. Yeah,
1: no, yeah, no, but obviously. obviously, dude, I run a lot. All right,
0: fifteen million older persons volunteer. Nearly half of all adults sixty-five and older volunteer in some form.
1: Yeah, wow, yeah. old people are probably getting probably like it. their
2: church groups and stuff. Because I mean, that was still the thing I've noticed about most the elderly that I'm still is they all still do their community things. Whatever it was they grew up in there, because like when they were growing up, community was a big thing, you know what I mean? They all went to church together, they all went to the socials together, and whatever they so, whatever they were into as a group, they're still in touch with all those people, sure, you know what I mean? And they're still so, like, churches, things like that, so Mm -hmm. um, they're all still doing that. Then now they don't have jobs and whatnot, they have to fill the you know the time void somehow, so they just. Progressively, doing And even that, like,
1: even with that, like, the younger generation really, really don't have much of that. You know what I'm, I'm saying? saying? Like, no, that's what I'm
2: saying. It's not, we don't have a community anymore. Really. Right. It's a bunch of individuals. Yeah. Um, well, everybody's kind of their own
1: island and it's connected by fuckbook and shit. So, right. And I mean, a lot of it is like, you know, this is our social interaction or whatever like that, but it's not like a group or an organization or anything like that. This is it, you know, this podcast. And then like me play, like us playing D&D together or like going to work. Yeah, that's you a know group I'm of saying? friends, not a group <clears throat> of community. Exactly you know I mean? right. And I mean, that's really about it. Like the closest thing I ever got to like doing community things or whatever was me going to the library. And playing D&D with people that I've never met before, and that was about it. Well,
2: it's not even a really thing anymore. It's not like the community pushes any of that either. No, like, they don't. They, like, the community, well, especially now. You know? That's what I'm saying. The community used to... Everybody's got fucking cooties. Yeah, right. Like, especially with COVID. I mean, you know, you can't be in a group more than six.
0: Now, when I was younger, like, the neighborhood I lived in, we were a strong community. Like, we had block parties all the time. Well, yeah, like, right.
2: That's what I'm saying. And that doesn't happen no, anymore.
0: No. I couldn't imagine letting my kids
2: go do, hang out with random kids yeah. at a fucking block party because yeah. the world is corrupt and fucked up now. Do
0: yeah. you really think the world is more corrupt and fucked up now or I do think you think there's we more just more
2: people in it so that the per- the percentage has stayed the same? There's a lot more corrupt and fucked up people there we go. because, you know what I mean? And
0: and we hear about it quicker now.
2: That 3% used to be 100 people. Now it's 10,000 yeah. people in right. the same area You know what I mean Because there's more people So the percentage right. of fucked up people Is just means a bigger number Yeah so the
0: percentage of people That I have to fucking punch in the face Is still the same But the number's higher
2: Right exactly Right Yeah. That's how percentages work <laughs> Yeah okay, you know Numbers
0: and such <laughs> Alright one more The average age of senior citizen participants Is 75 So 75 year olds are still getting it Like, do you think there's really old people homes where orgies happen? I would like to think so, because when I go to an old person's home, I want there to be orgies. Not
1: that I can participate in. Why? So people can be disappointed at the age of 65 and up? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I've already disappointed all these young hoes. (laughs) (laughs) Might as well disappoint disappoint these older women, too. That's funny. That's funny. (laughs) Sad.
0: It is sad, but you know, I mean, like, I mean, hopefully, for for me, hopefully I'm still fucking bumping uglies at that age, but I, well, at doubtful. that age, they're definitely uglies.
1: Right? <laughs> 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 oh, <God. laughs> I couldn't. My grandma's a beautiful woman. Do you take that back? Mama well, is I'm, a beautiful woman. I'm not going to say she isn't a beautiful woman. I'm just saying like, there's some part of her that ain't nobody want to see. And her ex-boyfriend was
0: punching way above his weight class. Oh
2: yeah, definitely. Way above.
0: I feel like that was community service for Mama. (laughs) (laughs) She did her part.
1: Golly. Oh, man.
0: Let's take our last commercial break and then come back to Shorty's pool.
1: Okay. Yay.
0: Now time for what is slowly becoming one of my favorite segments of the show, and I've only taken my pants off during it once, It's Shorty's Pool.
1: I'm glad to hear it. Is it it's... really
2: your favorite part of the show? If you've only pulled your pants off one time?
0: I might pull my pants off today. No, I, think... I sweat a lot today. I probably stink.
1: I, ain't well, even... I mean, it's... I like
2: calling it Shorty's Pool and then taking my pants off to see what happens. Well, see, like, <laughs> the, thing, the, the whole
1: point of that was to see how, like, distracted I got, and, like, it's, like, it caused me, like, five seconds of, like, the fuck are you doing and then i moved on i was like all right whatever um can't surprise this one anymore (laughs) not me dog um so today we're gonna be talking about uh the batman the white knight and um it is uh it talks about uh joker is fighting obviously fighting batman and a lot of collateral damage is happening inside of gotham and the whole time, in the first issue, Joker really pushes this fact that Batman is the biggest criminal in Gotham City. And through this whole process, like, as Batman's beaten the living hell out of Joker, slowly Joker starts reverting to his original self before he went, you know, criminally insane. And he becomes Jack Napier. The whole story focuses on Jack, uh, Jack Napier, uh, the Joker, um... Getting his sanity back and slowly pushing this fact that the collateral damage done by Batman needs to end. Batman himself needs to end. And he's so charismatic that the rest of Gotham starts buying all of his bullshit. And is it bullshit though? Well, no, it's not really bullshit. Like he does make in the comic book, he does do a really good job of I mean, there's
2: a reason that we don't allow vigilanteism in the United States.
1: Right, yeah. And, like, that's really Jack Napier's whole, like, push to, pull you know, push to argument. And it's been really cool. Uh, it's a really cool story just to see Jack Napier take this stance. And you see him kind of, like, through the whole comic book, really fight. Um, he fights Batman uh, more politically than violently. You know, uh, in the pre uh in the ways he did it. He actually convinces the Gotham uh the Gotham Police Department to actually make a new like anti-masks uh district, basically, or police force. Mm-hmm. And slowly as it goes down, like he convinces Jim Gordon to side with it and like actually betray Bruce. And they go on to do uh slowly they say, Okay, anybody any mass vigilante who does not side with us is against us and will be taken out in full force and slowly like Dick Grayson unmasks and says, okay, I'm Dick Grayson. I'm not going to tell you who Batman is, but I'm on your side. And even Barbara Gordon does it. And like, of course there's a whole huge emotional thing between her and her and Jim Gordon, you know, you know, (laughs) father and daughter kind of deal. And like, she even has the reservations because she was shot by the Joker and paralyzed yeah and, and this isn't the same arc as no no but uh the one of the weird things with uh, batman comic books is like whenever there's a stand like a separate story arc it's not considered canon until it is brought up so like everything that's happened in the past as far as like barbara getting shot or batman's back getting broken or um uh let's see the rot ri- the rise of the assassins and stuff like that That stuff's not considered canon until it's brought up in the side story. Mm. So, like, she brings up her getting shot. It is canon. Mm. So, and so they kind of have that kind of uh, malleable thing with the uh, story arc so that they can do. So, like, okay, we don't want this to be part of canon, so it's not going to be. So, they kind of go like that. So, you got to take some of it with a little grain of salt and be done with it. But, so, like, even her jumping into the, um, I wish I could remember the name of it. But, like, they had a special name for the, uh. The task force that they had but later on you find batman is willing to give them all the stuff they need to fight the other uh costume villains and stuff like that but he won't let them target other heroes like red hood he doesn't step up to the plate like he's not willing to take off his mask um there's another hero inside or another anti-hero inside of gotham called uh grifter who isn't willing to take off his mask and there's a couple others but They're not only trying to stop Batman, they're trying to stop, you know, the Riddler. They're trying to uh, stop Penguin, Mr. Freeze. Um, Harley Quinn's another one, even though Harley Quinn and the Joker were always real tight. Um, But apparently in this one, there is a new, uh, a different Harley Quinn from the original. And she's all pissed off that Jack Napier stops being Joker. And so she decides that she is going to become the Neo Joker is what she calls herself. And she goes on and does all this crazy shit and tries to take out Batman. And she's like, because I'm not going to let a task force designed by Jack Napier take out the batman when it's joker's job to take out batman
2: right no joker never really wanted to take out batman right because exactly. then he would kind of lose his reason for being joker mm-hmm. yeah and there's been so, several stories like a whole connotations going yeah. on there that's just crazy
1: yeah i mean there's several stories where it talks about like if there is no joker there is no batman along with if there's no batman there is no joker you know they it's have kind of like
2: that meme of the injustice comics where superman fucking kills Joker, and you see Batman in the back like, this motherfucker just killed my job! <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat>
1: exactly right. Yeah, that's the exact <laughs> dynamic. And, I mean, it's such a really good comic book. The art is amazing. Um, it is written and drawn by the same guy, Sean Murphy. He does such a wonderful job, and there's been three or four different offshoots of this exact story arc because it's been so popular. Um, they did, um, let's see, The Dark... The Batman The White Knight presents Harley Quinn. Uh, Von, Von Fries, which is a standalone store, uh, standalone one shot with Victor, Victor Fries, um, talking about how he, uh, talking about how he helped actually the Nazis um, develop technology or whatever. And like, Victor, they actually changed his name a little bit, Victor Von Fries. Um, that way they give him a little bit of deeper history or whatever. And they uh, divulge into like, Um, the Waynes as a history thing and show how the Wayne medical supplies or whatever, because Thomas Wayne was a doctor showed how they actually had um, some Nazi tie-ins and stuff like that. So Batman is also dealing with not only Joker and Jack Napier deal, taking down the masks and whatnot, but he's also dealing with the fact that his family was also like corrupted and kind of saw the underlife of Gotham grow and he wasn't, like, their family wasn't the bright light that it was supposed to be or what he thought it was represented. Man, of. I really love these
2: kind of stories where it, like,
1: delves into both sides. Because at, at, you know, at base level,
2: you're reading about Batman. Yeah. So you're sympathetic towards his side of the story, you know right. what I mean? But when you have all this, like, p- bad press and whatnot, and it's presented in a certain kind of way... Mm-hmm you start to feel for both sides. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you start to understand both sides of that story, and it really kind of draws you in a whole lot. Yeah. Like, can we just imagine what would happen if there were mass vigilantes in the United States today? Yeah.
0: There I has mean, been, actually. I mean, they didn't do shit, but... Right, but I can
2: mean, you they, imagine
1: they, like, if they were actually doing things like... If there was now, a real Batman and a real Superman running around doing all the crazy shit. You know how many
2: riots there have been just because of police actions and brutality and whatnot? Can you imagine if there was someone like Batman who, like, beat the shit out of people and left them tied up on street corners for the police to find? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, can you imagine the outcry, especially if it was only targeted in, like, certain neighborhoods and whatnot? Sure. Can you imagine how people would react? Yeah. There would just be pandemonium. Yeah. I mean, there would be entire groups that... Designated yeah. to especially and that's like, that's where you like if you think about that and how we see things today and you look back at these old stories where like um, even in the X Men where they had the Sentinel program like yeah. trying to take them out like you almost want to simp- rethink about how you sympathize with them yeah or not you know what I mean <clears throat> depending on that kind of story because if you think about it in a realistic setting if I was in a world of superheroes and I didn't have no powers I I probably wouldn't want to have superheroes running around doing it, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Because I would be terrified that my house is gonna be the one to get dropped on when Superman's right. fighting doomsday or whatever and he gets punched into oblivion and he uh, falls through my house and then breaks all my shit. Or that right. do I have to get separate insurance? You know what I mean? <laughs> superhero like superhero insurance? insurance? Yeah. It's or, kind of a thing, you gotta you know, the realisticness of it is kind of yeah. crazy.
0: Or what they do with Homelander and the boys. Like right, right, right. Somebody who's just completely corrupted by power but is supposed to be this fucking beacon of hope and yeah, really I mean,
2: douchebag. Everybody's people. You know what right. I mean? Like they're these guys are written to be these paragons of virtue. Sure. And in reality, no one is a paragon of virtue. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone has their
1: Well see that's what my favorite part about like some of these uh little short stories, you know, the mini series, the maxi series, you know, the six and twelve issues. Um A lot of these guys do this weird paradigm shift (coughs) of the view of the heroes and whatnot. You know, they show you the struggles of not necessarily being the hero, like the emotional toll it takes on you, but like the the world's struggle with you being a superhero. Right. You know, so you get to see all these people. Like Jack Napier took the stance that Batman is a bad thing. Like he is the biggest criminal in Gotham.
2: That's why I think that's why I liked the. Batman
1: versus Superman movie so well. Yeah. It's so it's such a cool dynamic because Batman is challenging this ultimate power. Right. Because Superman if he wanted to within an instant could end the world. Yeah. And it is a pow- take it over. Exactly, no right. stop him. And- it is a power that is unchecked and un- unknown. Right. And I am with you 100%. I love seeing these struggles um especially emotional struggles with the heroes deciding like Do I have the capability to stay true to this virtue? And if
2: you look even deeper into these kind of stories, it goes to show you just how easy it is to build up mob fervor for a cause, even if what they're basing it on is not truth. It's so easy to show someone a portion of the truth and just just have them focus on that and not mm-hmm. the rest of it. And it can really change public opinion. And then people start talking to each other at work or whatever about this, that, and the other. And then it just kind of builds until you have this like mob mentality of yeah. hatred towards something that doesn't really exist. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen it in America very recently. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we you, you see all this like anger and hatred come out for random causes all the time when people don't see the full picture so mm-hmm. you're seeing like jack napier start spinning just the bad side of what batman's doing and no one's talking about all the good he's done right so it's causing the public outcry towards yeah. that and you know it's kind of especially when, the, when
1: jack when napier stories looks like a
2: parallel victim. reality so well i think yeah. that's what really makes me like them yeah and that than, what
1: what's crazy about that is is like currently this story takes like this takes a huge stand today mm-hmm. like in the current world but this story came out almost 5 years ago.
2: Right, but it was still the same thing then. We had all 5 years ago, we had more riots in America than we ever had had in Right. Recent and that's history. what I'm
1: saying, like it's so, it's it is wild to me because you're seeing all these real world things in a world of fantasy. Right. But they present it in such a way you're like, "Oh, wow." And you can agree with one side or the other.
2: And you know, these writers are probably taking a little bit of inspiration from what's happening in, in the real world. You know what yeah. I mean? And then they're putting their own spin on it yeah. to make it more believable and draw you in more. And I think that's just a really good way to like present yeah. a story like that. Like, the
1: uh, comic books, they do a really good job of keeping up with the current times or whatever they add in. Um, they add in current political figures and stuff like that. Like, oh, I got to go talk to the president. And it'll look like, you know, uh, during Obama administration, the president looked just like Obama. During the Trump administration, it looked just like Trump. You know they did. They do a really good job of keeping up with the times. Now, granted, a lot of comic books have its own president. That way, they don't have like that way. They are truly timeless. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. right. But and that's for the overarching canon. But when you go into a single shot story, here's your president. 2016, then that's
2: or 2015, then that's the Obama administration. Right in 2018, that's the Trump administration. Right, they're trying to actually make it. Like, they're trying to make it no they're not called obama and trump they're just the
1: president in they're, that way they just yeah. called mr president they yeah. don't ever say it by name so i never noticed that yeah it's you wouldn't unless you continuously read comics and watch you know watch the evolutions of them and stuff like that you know what i'm saying like uh the watchman uh i think it was reagan that one was i knew. The, well, see the watchman was actually set in
2: america Right. Whereas a lot of these other comics are set in yeah, it's America, but it's not the same America we know. Right. They exactly. have Metropolis, Gotham, um, Coast City. Yeah, they Star have City. all these, mm-hmm. you know, these fantasy cities that are just like baseline cities. They're based off of real places, sure, but they they're not actual real places. Right. Whereas like the Watchmen, it was in New York. You were in um, yeah la you know these were real places they Mm -hmm. were talking about this that that was their spin on an alternate reality of our world yeah
1: so i mean a lot of that and like that's what's really cool because like uh in the white knight or whatever they they talk about whether or not the u.s military needs to step in and take down the batman and like do we need this bigger force because batman is a one-man army like when batman gave them a bunch of uh batmobiles they were like, "Oh wow, you gave us all your Bat meals, uh, Batmobiles," and he was like, "Uh huh." And then like <laughs> Dick, uh, Dick Grayson and Barbara were like, "This isn't even near half." Right. And they're like, "What do you mean? Like he has remote control, and like they were chasing down." Right. You
2: know how many Batmobiles he's blown up over the course of time? That motherfucker has to have them in storage just to get out another one every. he Blows right. up the new one. Yeah. or Someone else. And blows I mean, them. like there
1: was an instance where, like in the comic book, they they were chasing either him down or somebody else down. And he remotely shut them all down, like all the Batmobiles. They're like, what's going on? He's like, nope, this job is mine. And he takes off in front of everybody. And obviously Dick Grayson, he knows the override, but it's only to the one he's in. He can't remotely override all of them. So he he does that or whatever. And the rest of the uh, police task (coughs) force is all pissed off, like we can't drive anymore. And Barbara, even though she is incredibly smart, she can't get into Batman's mainframe. Like, from that position or, you know, from the Batmobile she's in. Dick Grayson only knows it because he's been with Batman the longest.
2: Yeah, and out of all the Robins, I think Dick Grayson was my favorite.
1: He's the best, like, hands down. Like, he is the best. He's probably the most skilled in. he's the
2: most Mm Batman-like as far as his skill set goes. A lot of Mother have either better fighting skills or better detective skills, but Dick Grayson, has he's like that all-rounder. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You can call on him in just about any situation and he's going to be able to pull through. Like
1: When when Batman died, and this was back in 2009 or whatever, when Batman was sent back in time and everyone thought he was dead, (sighs) Dick Grayson uh, took the spotlight of Batman. And for like a year and a half, even Superman who is notably Batman's best friend, or only friend, really, um, could not tell the difference. Like, he even goes on to say, like, even your heartbeat sounds the same. Right. And, like, that's a crazy connection, because, like, when Bruce shows back up, you know, Dick Grayson just loses it and starts crying or whatever, you know, thinking him, because, like, one of Dick Grayson's, you know, father figures is back, you know? Like, that's a huge emotional moment for that story arc, you know, brought me to tears, but whatever. And, like, that was such... I, <laughs> call me, call me, see all you want, dude. I've cried over comic book characters dying or whatever, dude. I've cried at dude, work reading them. Mr. Miracles has damn near brought me to tears. Oh yeah. As well. It should, but that's the pool, man. That's, that's it for today. Like Batman, the white knight. It is a great story. The artwork is beautiful. Um, it's a cool story. If you want to see the power dynamic change, like the villain slowly becoming this odd beacon of hope. Um, and especially one for Joker. You know, like, everyone sees Joker as a villain, and obviously he is, but seeing him kind of take on this role of being a just hero, right? you know, it's kind of cool to see it. I love seeing those uh, paradigm shifts in comic books. It's right. one of my favorite things.
0: Well, that ran a little bit long. Sorry. So let's just make the outer idiot of the day quick. Outer idiot of the day is you old people. <laughs> all the old people listening.
2: You're all idiots. <laughs> I
1: all of you. And you're all old.
0: And we love you, and thank you for listening. So, I think that's it for today.
1: That's it. So, in the meantime. In the between's time.
0: Remember, life's a garden, so throw some shit on it and pray something grows. Cue the music. We out.